Murph is all about hot, badass, nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome in to Impact Sports Behind the Mask. I'm your host, Ryan Collins, alongside usual co-host John Supan. How you doing, on? Johnny? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Ready and, to talk about some hockey. Yep. And special guest, assistant editor at Impact, Big Dog, Lute Sloan. Yeah, yeah. Big Dog. I didn't <laughs> that Big Dog might be a little bit of an overstatement, but Hockey. I mean, you're tall. Board. Yeah, I, 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 not as tall. What do you as, stand at? Not as tall as this guy uh, to my right here, standing. Yeah. Standing. Your pants are a bit dog. I'm yeah. standing no, at a perfect. stout five eleven. You're five eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rounded up to five. Last twelve is that doesn't add, mm-hmm. that doesn't add up. Five eleven. For some reason, Luke just seems like a guy who sits still. Six two. Does that, any? I. I well, swore, he's sitting down. I could have used that that six two frame. I could have used that in rec basketball in high school. Giving me way too much. What are you, crafty P- PG or combo guard? I was a nice little, I was a nice combo guard. I'd play on the ball if our point guard wasn't <laughs> at the, didn't, if he didn't show up to the gym. Nice uh, little Avery Bradley. Oh, Bla- yeah. Bradley. Oh, I could defend like clamps. three positions on the floor. Yeah. We're talking about the wrong sport, though. Yeah, Hockey, yeah, yeah. Hockey. Hockey. Oof, I'm a mess on skates. That's a story for another day. Good segue. New else <laughs> was a mess on skates this weekend. The Michigan State Spartans, as they dropped two games to the Wolverines, not picking up any points. Michigan gets six points, propels them into second place in the Big Ten. Spartans fall 5-3 to three on Friday night, 5-2 to two on Saturday. I, unfortunately, couldn't attend any of the games. I was out of town in Pennsylvania at a North American Hockey League game, visiting one of my best friends who uh, plays for the Johnstown Tomahawks. How'd that game go? It was good. Good. They played a brutal team, but it was a good time. I the, mean, The Nall's kind of a scrappy league. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Johnstown's the epitome of blue collar. I mean, just huh. left and right. How many penalties got taken in that game? Uh, a lot. Like yeah. the first game, a lot. But, I mean, in those North American Hockey League games, a lot of back and forth, just like goals, left and right. I mean, is there I, fighting in that league? Yes. That's I think the rule is like, though, under five minutes, if you fight, you get suspended. Really? So you can, like, fight mid game and nothing will happen. But if you fight. Like before like five the, minutes, yeah. Okay, let's see you later. It's a pretty good rule. Just it's to keep the game going towards rule. the end. It makes a lot of sense. I think yeah, it's towards fair. the end of the period, you don't want yeah. a bunch of fights going on and especially yeah. the game, especially in some blowouts too. Things could get really out of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wasn't able to attend the game as I usually do, or I really didn't really keep up with it except for Lutz tweets, and that's why Lutz here this weekend as he covered both games on Friday at Yost and Saturday in Detroit, and John was at the game on Saturday, right? Yep. And, yep. At uh, LCA. So, I I don't really have the greatest feel of the game. So, to start off the show today, I'm going to ask a couple questions on what what are the stats misleading or do they make sense? Like, almost like, I'm going to ask basic questions. First question. Okay. Is Twin, was Twin Hughes this unstoppable this weekend? Yeah. Unbelievable player. Mm-hmm. Especially on Saturday. It's just when he gets the puck up at the top of the blue line, he, he just so composed with this puck, and he'll walk it down and open up the entire ice. Nobody can catch him, too. He's the quickest guy on the ice wherever oh. he goes. 
So there's no stopping him. He opens up the ice so much, slips it right in front of the net to somebody, right in front of the goalie, put it in. Easy. Second, Twice that happened. Second basketball reference of the day. He's a guy like considered the point guard. He'll he'll come into the offensive zone, break multiple players down. He had an assist on the first goal in the Little Caesars game. Yep. Literally, he had three assists on Saturday. Literally skated by like two, maybe three Michigan State defenders, threw it right in front, beautiful little dish pass. But I kept having to check down at my roster, make sure he was actually a defenseman. Because yeah. that dude yeah. He moves like forward. Got, yeah, that dude could be a center iceman or a forward for all I care. The way he skates is it's incredible. And I like I saw him in East Lansing when they played. I I mean they had Josh Norris then, so he wasn't really having to carry the load as much as he is right now. But when I looked at the stats, it just seemed like he was a problem this weekend. What what did Mission State do wrong on him? Were the not a good bad chat, not a good for what was well, going on? I mean, it, it really de- depended mostly when he was in the zone. When I from what I saw, when yeah. he was in Michigan State's defensive zone, they needed to get their wingers up on him a little more tighter play him tighter because every time he got the puck he would he would take off three strides to the left or right and they couldn't catch him I simply think, I think you're exactly right it, it it's really not it's, it's it's very simple what they could have done better about him he had way too much time and space to just operate and do what he does there I mean they didn't pinch him off they, they didn't they did not do enough work against him in this series in either game because you think they would have made adjustments going into the second game you can argue that that was his even better game of the series. Yeah, but I, I didn't see any any tight coverage by, at the top of the blue line by any means. They were All, not neither on game him. stick on stick, body on body, nothing. He was just running around. So I mean, I I looked at the first game. You guys didn't tell me this. Um, Drew DeRitter and that. It just kind of with with the stats. It seemed like Michigan just came out harder. First period, ten shots. Michigan State had five. Second period, fifteen shots. Michigan Michigan State had six. Were they just flat coming out at Yost on Friday night? They basically admitted to it. Sam Saliba, after the game, just basically said they got outplayed and outskated in the first two periods of that game. And they, they I mean, it was a, a basic, he just admitted it. And, you know, it, it was what everyone was thinking in the arena. And it's kind of strange when a player admits it. But, you know, they, they were able to come back and play well in that third period. But you think they'd be a little more hyped up for a rivalry series at an opponent's barn and a beautiful one at that. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was really surprised by that. I thought they would have came out with a lot more energy. Yeah, Dan Cole. He said at the end of that game that they had no aggression coming out in those first forty minutes of the game. And Luke and I were thinking that the next game they were going to solve that issue. And they really waited till about ten minutes left in the third period to turn on the notch and start going, which was a little too late. Looking at Drew DeRitter, got both starts this weekend. Do, was it a step back for him? Did he make a step forward, or are these stats misleading him letting in five both games? I think not necessarily letting in five since there was an empty net on Friday or Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, there's Saturday. A pair of them, two yeah, of two, two of empty yep. nets. Okay, mm-hmm. especially in the first game of this series, I think five goals is extremely misleading. Is the word you used for Drew DeRitter because this game could have been so much uglier with the kind of effort they were putting in on defense. They had to take a, a timeout midway through the second period of play. Danton Cole was just furious, but it seemed like in that that first game, in the in the first two periods of play, Drew DeRitter made save after save after save, and some some beauties to keep him in it. And even in the second game as well, kind of a rough start, giving uh, giving up two early goals, but he really kind of settled in and found a groove. Started both games of the series, 
started both games against Wisconsin the series before, and then the series before that started against Notre Dame. So he might be kind of getting mm-hmm. in a rut here and kind of digging out a spot. But, but the thing was, and that's in that Saturday game specifically, those first two goals were not his fault at all because, like I said, about Quinn Hughes or anybody for that matter would go around the net, behind the net, and open up that front of the front of the slot right in front of the crease it'd be wide open the defenseman would bite on the forward that's in the corner and then uh, the puck would come flying out and Drew Ritter has no idea that it's coming right to him and just quick shot goes right past him twice he couldn't do anything about it he had no shot on the first two goals of that and then even on the first the first goal at the Yost series they let Quinn Hughes get in right alone shot one off a blocker easy rebound opportunity I mean you looked at it on Friday night Michigan State takes 12 penalties you can't do that. I think that's a growing problem for this team. It really is. They're constantly on a penalty kill. And Dan Cole always talks about he wants to keep Hiroshi and Tortorento's ice time at 20 minutes. When you're going on the po- when you're going on the penalty kill and they're two key killers, yeah, they're, they're gonna have to play more than that, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it completely disrupts your lineup because you're not gonna get Louie out there as much as they want him out there. So penalties are killing this team. Was it laziness, or was it just Michigan was purely just looked like the more talented and they were just completely outmatched? They just they just waited too long. Like they, I don't understand why they were hesitating so much in these two games. Like, yeah, this is this shocking. is it. This is your season on the line right here. I mean, you can't let these six points slip. There was a lot going into this series. I mean, a ton. two extremely big buildings, your rival, and the positioning in the standings. It was shocking, the, the kind of effort that we saw in both games. I mean, you turn around, look, Michigan sees the opportunity, gets six points, and now they're second in the bid time, and they're going to be hosting the seven seed. That right now could possibly be Michigan State if they don't figure it out these next two weekends. So, I mean, absolutely massive series, Michigan State, let's go by the wayside. But I, I got to ask you, how is LCA? How is the environment? Oh, beautiful. It's, was it interesting? Yep. I feel In like a there's a media more... bathroom. No, yeah, nice. awesome. Special media bathroom with a television in there. Yeah. I saw Darren. Have... I met Darren Elliott in the bathroom oh, at Little Caesars. Who's going to now... Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, he's on the way to Vegas. I think he's going to do a really cool job with their youth programs and stuff. But, I mean, you want to talk about high-class facilities? I know, John, it was your first time mm-hmm. at LCA. Won't be my last. Blackhawks fan, so it was kind of beyond, you know, behind enemy territory. We were we were sitting up Let's on. Let's not the... talk about the red. Oh yeah, trash. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's a story for another day. But up on the gondola was really cool. Up Wait, there. is that where you guys were? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yep, way up, way up top in the. I think it was the fifth floor or something. You, yeah, I believe it was. The fifth do you floor. just like look directly down at the ice? Yeah, straight yeah, down. It was fantastic. But we were in the level with all the writers. Okay. So right under us was all like the broadcasters, the Big Ten guys. Yeah, uh, were there and all their little booths or whatever. But it was still a great spot. Yeah, like, was, I can't complain at all. I mean, we were way up there, but you could see, I mean, each zone perfectly. And I the mean, Jumbotron we, helped you so yep, much. We were, the Jumbotron's absolutely massive. We were massive. pretty much at center ice. We were yeah. definitely in the neutral zone. I think we were, like, closer to a blue line, but beautiful yeah. view. But uh, that, that fourth line of Michigan's on that that game on Saturday really really took it home because they had three goals on that fourth line. Dakota Rabe and Nolan Mole had two so their I'm, depth is unreal. That's, yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, you looked at it. Michigan straight up has not been as good as they have in the past couple of years. This year, they just maybe I, maybe this sparks them because that Michigan's always going to have talent. Mel Pearson's a very good coach, and you saw this last year after after they came back from winter break. I think they lost once before the final, uh, the Frozen Four. They got really hot. Last yeah, year. so 
I mean, I know they're not going to have Josh Norris, but you still have Quinn Hughes, who's arguably the best, most talented player in college hockey. Maybe not the best. Another person competing for the best hockey player in all of the country, Taro Hirose, has an assist on Friday night. Did he, was that KHL line as effective as it has been, or did Mission kind of shut that down? They, they were missing opportunities. Yeah, they I mean, missed. They really were. There were multiple opportunities with that the entire line on the ice where they had open nets. They had opportunities in all alone. It was a very strange effort from them. Usually, I mean, they, they were, they were they passing the puck. They were thinking way yeah. too much. They should have just shot the puck. Like. They usually just finish. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, Dan Tool's been talking about that was a struggle for when Mission State kind of went in their midseason rut that people weren't being as selfish. Hiroshi not being selfish enough. Lewandowski not being selfish enough. So, I mean, Dan Cole preaches that. Yeah, but Lewandowski's two goals of the night. I mean, on Hiroshi, and, yeah, on Saturday. Hiroshi and Kodorenko didn't even touch the puck. That's so, crazy. Uh, Lewandowski just pretty much took it into his own yeah. hands. I mean, Rosberg had a great game, I thought. He was he was holding the line pretty well and would put shots to the yeah, net as much as he could. Especially the second game that you were at. Yeah. The, the, the first Lewandowski goal... He skated past like three guys. Beautiful pass. He was cutting to the net. Mm-hmm. That was a he was a nice player in this series. Yeah. He's going to need to step up this weekend. I'll yeah. tell you that. I, I I was just getting to that. You said Lewandowski was nice in the series. Hockey, they give the three stars. What, who were your guys' three stars this weekend? That's, that's a good question. I mean, John, you can be your three stars from Saturday night, and then Luke can do okay. through the whole weekend because I'm going to go uh, Nolan Mole for. Michigan was. I'm talking no- about Michigan State. But. Michigan State. Yeah, okay. we gotta get on the All same right. page. Let's stay right. on the same. No Let's planning go. dot this week because Ryan selfishly just has to do homework. So. All right. So oh, homework. Humble, 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 heck? humble, studious guy right here. So on Saturday, I'm gonna go ahead and say that my number three star of the night was Rossberg. Number two yep. is Deritter, and number one is Mitch Lewandowski. Okay. Would you? Who'd you? Top three players you saw this weekend for Michigan State, Lude. Talking about kind of Friday night, and it's really pretty similar to Saturday night. I'd say my third star, probably Sam Saliba, scored at Yost pretty good defensively in the Little Caesars game. Uh, second star, I think in both games was pretty consistent, especially the third game or the second game, Drew DeRitter. And then my first star would be Lewandowski with the two goals in the second game, took things over when his line mates weren't really wanting to do anything in that second game. Yeah, I agree. So. Sounds like, I mean, the coverage was great. Didn't miss a beat without me. Not surprised. We had another guy covering the game on Friday night. Your buddy, right, Nathan? Luke? Yes. Nathan, yeah. Mm-hmm. John John was on the call with him on Saturday at yep. LCA. A little recorded play-by-play. It sounded fantastic. Yeah, it was good. It was, he was pretty good at it, too. Yeah, that's so. cool. So, He's got a good voice for radio, that's for sure. I mean, you look at the Big Ten standings, and Mission State kind of salted away. Not to beat a dead horse, but they salted away their chance, basically, to have home ice. Yeah, Look, this you, this is probably gonna be the last time we see him at Mon this year. Probably, if, I, yeah. if I had to guess, I kept the door open when, when writing about him uh, after that uh, okay. second game. But it's a you long don't want shot. anybody coming at you with pitchforks. And... Yeah, they're gonna need some things to roll. <laughs> they're gonna need to be pretty close to flawless. I know before the show, Collins, you mentioned four points, which you know against any team in the Big Ten is tough. You're gonna need to be near flawless. And flawless. Flawless. Yeah. Words. I'm gonna be that guy. Yeah, words, words are tough, dude. I'm words telling are, you, words are really tough. Especially after today. Oof. How was your day? Let's talk about yeah. that. Not bad. I've been running I'm, around today, but you had a Chipotle. Yeah, that, so that's I needed. Good. I needed that today. A little bit of self care. Get a little food in me. 
Self, yeah, I mean, you got what you get, burrito bowl. Yeah, I got a bowl. It was pretty Staying nice. healthy, I guess. Okay. Well, queso. This is the first time I've had the queso. Dude, the yeah. queso is trash. like 75 cents extra. Yeah, it's something? something like that. It's not good. I don't know. God. I thought it was very mediocre. I'd it's give it like brutal. A C. <laughs> I don't know why they tried to like dip their toe in it. Like, see you yeah. later. Like, they're not I don't gonna, go like, to see Ch- you later. I don't go to Chipotle. I go to Chipotle a lot. I don't go to Chipotle for queso. I know to cute over for queso. Correct. Mm-hmm. Or Moe's. Stay, no, yeah. Or make it yourself. Dude, Moe's. They used to have one up here. Rest in peace. Moe's is solid. Moe's is a place, because I'm, 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 I'm from Moe's Ann Arbor, up. so yeah. this was kind of a homecoming this weekend for me, but Moe's, we had one about 10 minutes from my house. Nice. After high school, go over there. They had <laughs> some deals on, like, Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesday, we, should, we should have some local eats. Oh, uh, yeah. We should have a local eats Cute over Moe's and Chipotle, very yep. local eats, so... But let, let's, let's get say, back to local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the Big Ten. Talk about the standings. In first place, Ohio State, forty-one points. They're basically gonna have the bye. Cha-ching. It doesn't. Even, I you mean, count it. That team is a joke with Mason Jost, and they're they're just rolling. They're a top eight, top five team in the country, and I think probably the Big Ten's only viable national championship contender. When you guys yeah. say. I I, I, I don't sure. know. I would I would like to see these next couple of weeks because Michigan has a game in hand, I believe, on MSU and most of the rest of the not teams. anymore since they played. Notre oh yeah, Dame they, on they caught up. Okay, that's right. Um, but I think Michigan Mel Pearson looked like he was hungry for something. I mean, he's a he's uh, a really good coach. Yeah, and good very, coaches very get, poised get their teams ready when it's time when it's the best time of year. I mean, you see it with another Michigan coach, John Beeline. He gets his team ready in March. Just Even though he got kicked out, I mean, yeah. it was 40 years of coaching. More basketball. Yeah, yeah let's just talk about basketball. Um, Impact is on So uh, I think Michigan State's best game of the year that I've seen so far was that Ohio State game, that first game of that series when they, they went to 8-7. Came eight, back. They, yeah, they won 8-7. and Come back. 8-7 uh, Columbus. OC. No, no, that was here. That was here, oh, yeah. They played, then, I know they had, they had a game in Columbus when they played well, too. They played to a tie, I yeah, think. That, that's a tough crowd to be at too. Value City, that place yeah. is a joke. Mm-hmm. What what who thought it was a good idea to have like twenty five thousand people in the college arena? It looks stupid. Yeah. Whoever a, thought see, that I've was never, I need to go check that out next year. Yeah, I, it looks dumb. And like it's bad. the coal center is kinda like that too, but I like the coal center. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why. They have a better atmosphere or something, but coal center's way better. But getting back, Ohio State 41, 41 points, played eighteen games. they're the second place Michigan has 30 points, and they have two games in hand on Ohio State. That's That just tells you the dominance of this Ohio State team. But Ohio State 30 – I mean, Michigan, excuse me, not Ohio State. Words, like we said, very hard. Michigan, 30 points, second place. They just dropped on Tuesday to Notre Dame, I think, 6-3 at Notre Dame. And they're still ahead of, still ahead of Notre Dame as Notre Dame is in third place with 28 points. I mean, that's just – I can't come back to this. This was such a big weekend for Michigan State, and I think it's a reminder to Michigan State hockey fans that maybe slow your roll. This team isn't really ready to compete with the the brass of the Big Ten. But I, you're only losing three seniors next year, yeah. though. So like you you shouldn't be hanging your head if you're yeah. a Michigan State fan. I mean, I, I'm just looking at these standings, and I'm just like I'm scratching my head because I know Dan and Cole and a lot of those guys and those lot in that locker room. They're winners. Got, no, it's not even that. They got to be scratching their head. Well, this was the first opportunity Michigan State has had in 
recent memory for sure in a very long time now that I think back to actually make a legitimate move at the end of the year. Yes. They've, they haven't been in this spot in Since Tory Cruz. Since Tory Cruz was on campus. And that, I mean, that guy's been in the league, I think, for like seven years. So, so realistically, if if the if they stay in the same standing order that they do right now, you think yeah, they could beat Notre Dame? I, I I'm gonna get to that. Okay, I'm gonna get to that. In third place, Notre Dame, 28 points. In fourth place, Minnesota hasn't like won in like three weekends. They got swept again. Yeah, this what are these weekend. guys doing? I I mean, they it's, get swept by Penn State. It's who, not gonna get any easier at Columbus this yeah, weekend I mean, for a pair. They sweep. They get swept Good by luck. Michigan State. Get sweep by Penn State. It, I mean, this team is in disarray. Bob Mastro is, I mean, f- feeling the pressure. You got three teams in the state of Minnesota who's ranked in the top twenty. So I, he's obviously feeling the they're heat. not one of them. Yeah, and Penn State team that swept them got out of the cellar with twenty six points. Now in fifth place, a little bit better of a spot than they were. I mean, this team is a top fifteen team in the country, and they're at the, at the bottom of the Big Ten. They're like crawling out. So. I mean that that was a huge sweep for Penn State too. If they want to make a case to get to some home ice for that Big Ten tournament, which is huge, they're right there. They're just I, a point yeah, back. Yeah, a point back. Michigan State three points back to Minnesota, twenty four. Currently in sixth place. I mean, I, 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 and that brings us to this Penn State series that we're going to touch on in just a little bit. But two points behind them, three points behind getting home ice. They're still. A slight chance for this Michigan State team to put themselves in the position next week to get home ice for the conference tournament. There still is. So I know we've kind of been gloom and doom that this Michigan series might be the end of this team having an opportunity to make a major move, but there's still a puncher's chance that this team could have another game at Mon after this weekend. And then last place, Wisconsin with 22 points. I mean, Wisconsin didn't really impress me. Me and John were at that. I, me and John were at the game on Friday. I covered the game on Saturday. I, they I, they don't really impress me what the way they played. So no, they really don't. They don't have any real enthusiasm to there win was, a hockey game. That skill, that no. team doesn't really have much skill. They, they had a little bit of scrap. But... I mean, you were there on Saturday. Yeah. With me. I just forgot mm-hmm. that, Luke. Sorry, that was mean. Ah, uh, nah, you're good. Are you sure? I mean, oh, that was that was mean. okay. Okay, but Wisconsin, they're going to have a hard time crawling back up the ladder too because they got two games at Notre Dame this weekend, tough. and then two games at Penn State. I mean, any game in this Big Ten is tough, but yeah. it's just when you have a six point weekend or you have a zero point weekend, you're gonna fall. You you got to get some sort of points. I thought. The goal for Michigan State this weekend was to at least at three. That would have been extremely optimal. That yeah. would have been huge. I mean, I mean they're still and, in and now they're going to have to go force. ahead and squeeze one away from Ohio State at the first week of March. That's what they're going to have to do. It, and if they gonna, can't pick one up against Michigan, they're going to have to pick one yeah, up against so, Ohio State. It's going to be I mean, tough to close out the year. Yeah, they're not putting them. They did not help themselves this past weekend by putting themselves in a better spot. At Especially, all. I mean, even if they got a couple points, three points, you know, even split, headed into a, a home series against Penn State. It would have been. It would have meant the, the world for them mentally in that game, just because you you talked about this being the first big opportunity they've had in a long time. Yeah, they need some offense this weekend for sure. Um, they, they, that KHL line needs to get going. At yeah, home. I know. And I and I'd say the the rest of the the crew too on the offensive side of things is 
is actually trying to move forward to score some goals. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen a couple shots on net from the second line, Stahoviak, Saliba, and Kamer. The supporting cast had a you decent weekend. You just said Stahoviak's name right. I don't think we Stahoviak? Yeah, I don't think we said it right. He on had the a nice series. He had a goal yeah. on Friday night. That, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a nice young player. They got a lot of nice young players on but he's roster. But he's like the guy that he, he doesn't no, – he's not going to make the best play. You know, he's not going to be that superstar He made guy. a bad – he committed a bad penalty in that Michigan game, too. Which in, in a bad fr- spot in, in the in the Friday game I'm okay. talking about, so he had the goal, but then the youth kind of shows with that, and it kind of evened itself out. Yeah, and I mean he's second line now, and I and I think that you know, he's been there all year, so I think that if they can keep him there next year, and I don't know, th- some things got to click in the in the postseason here, and uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and see. I mean, they had two weekends in the post before they get into the Big Ten tournament play. This weekend they start out with Penn State at Mon. It could possibly be the last series of the year at Mon Ice Arena. Take wow, a little wow, dive in. Wow. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's sad. Yeah, it's, the monsters. How yep. quick did that? Out. How quick did that home season go by? Yeah, it went by wow. pretty quick. Hot, I mean, college hockey is kind of weird like that, where you never really seem to get a consecutive home series. I don't know why it's like yeah, that. We can't. It seems it, like I checked the schedule. It's and every it's other like, weekend. Yup, go to Ohio State. Come home and play. You know. Wisconsin. I don't hate it though. I no, think it's a good way to do it. But it keeps it keeps people pretty fresh because I mean, two back to back series on the road is pretty tough, especially in the Big Ten. Yeah, and I I it, I think it evens the playing field personally, and I I it's interesting. I don't think like any other sport probably does it like that, but it, it it's it's weird. I don't know. The home schedule has been weird. You know, it's going to be nice though is that after this weekend they have a whole week off. They don't play the following weekend, I believe. Yeah, I, yeah they, I think they get a week off. I think they do get a bye week, and then I think they then do Ohio State don't comes they play in March? Don't yeah, they play, yeah, March so first. They yeah, they touch into uh, March. That so Ohio yeah, State. yeah. Is it what's what's this week? February is a weird month. What's this man. weekend? sixteenth uh, uh, and seventeenth. So, okay, yeah, they yeah, get a week be, off. It's going to be the first and second of yes, March. So yeah, so they get a week they off. Wrap up so that, that'll be good. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully Dan Cole can get those guys going to get at least three points out of that. Okay. Last weekend, so. yeah, especially you know, get a little momentum going in that Penn State. I mean, it's a comfort. It seems like a comfortable spot for them. They're going to be at home. They've had a little bit of success versus Penn State this year. Yep, split at Penn State. Yeah. That's kind of which was pretty impressive. It turned the tide, I think, of after winter break, because Dan Cole said he really liked how his team was playing after winter break. He thought they were going hard, and I think that when the second night at Penn State after their down early, I, I think it just kind of changed the momentum of the season a little bit and the belief that what they're doing is the correct thing they're doing. But, I mean, looking again at Penn State, come to Yost. I mean, Mon, it's, I just said Yost. I should be kicked off this podcast. About Michigan yeah, we should, I should be kicked off the podcast. <laughs> Too that was much. brutal. A lot of Absolutely Michigan brutal. Hockey. The grade for this episode, let me tell you, boys, it's going to be low. Just to let you know. Oh, we've had a good time. I, yeah, yeah, we're having fun here. I mean, free-flowing, free-flowing. A lot of banter, a lot you know. of a lot of topics of conversation. <laughs> but looking at Penn State, team led by Evan Barrett, Alex Lidman. L- 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 I don't know how to say this guy's name. Limagus. Lim. Lim. The it's L I M O like a limousine, and then G E S. Not what, what nationality is he? That'll give. I, us a I little couldn't hint. tell you. Limoges. Limoges. Couldn't tell you. But those two, both either. talented sophomores, both lead the team in points. Barrett with thirty-seven. And I don't know how to say Limousine's say last Alex. name. So 
I'm going to say 36. I mean, I'm limousine. Should we just call him limousine? Limo. Alex limousine. Alex limousine. Okay, cool. With 36 points. I mean, I, that's they're the dynamic duo for this. This team, Evan Barrett and limousine were honestly, <laughs> it's kind of funny Correct, saying yeah. that. But Taro Hiroshi's leading the nation of points. These guys were up there with him. I think they're still up there with him. Pretty tight in that race. So, I mean, they're pretty solid. Peyton Jones, experienced goaltender, who's not been as good in big time play, but he was tremendous early in the season. So, I, if they can bottle that back up and you get a sweep, Penn State's coming in hungry to get home ice because this team is one of the most talented in the big time. And if they're going to get a home series at Hockey Valley, it's going to be pretty tough for anyone. Hockey Valley, I love it, especially considering what kind of basketball program they got running there Dude, these that, days. What a joke. Hockey Valley. It's about they get right. more people at wrestling meets than basketball games. It's unbelievable. It's a joke. They didn't, might... they, didn't they just beat Michigan, though? Yeah. I mean, They have a beauty of a barn there in Hockey yeah. Valley, which is nice. What, you know? for, oh, for hockey? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Stop, Julia. Yeah. The guy, the owner of the Buffalo Bills, I donated to start the like the entire program, and it's like it's sick. And wow. they have a sweet student section. Yeah, they got like the posters behind the the opposing team's goalie. So speaking of student sections, I was planning on giving this a little bit of a shout, but those kids at Yost from Michigan Children showed of Yost. up. Oh yeah, they showed up on Saturday at LCA too. They got it going on. I mean, they, I was they say, have things together. Where were they there. sitting at? They were at up at, top. Yep, at, they were sitting up top behind one of the goals, just a, like a small little section of them wearing was maize. It, was it like the? Have you ever been to the GLI? Yep, I have. In the past. Is it like the GLI when Michigan Tech brings like their alumni band? Was it like that many kids? Yeah, I'd say it's about that amount. Yeah. That, that much of a section, but they had it going on. At, was especially it, at Yost? They yeah. were loud. They would. I mean, they get on you. Though. I, I, Yost is a tight rink too, so all that noise yeah. is yeah. trapped in there. It's it a just, cool building. It just really mm-hmm. makes me think. You know, in a year or two, or maybe you know, even as soon as if they get some home ice this year. You know, fingers crossed. It'd be so cool if we got something like that going I, at Munn because I've it's ta- a beautiful building. I've been talking about this all year. I've been very impressed by the Munsters. Yeah, like I, that's I, the first year with that name, that branding of the Munsters. I think. I mean, but... the A team was the worst in the entire world. Yeah. I mean, me and Berkel used to talk about how big of a joke that was, but I mean, that was stupid. But the Munsters is great. I actually like the Munsters. It's kind of funny. They and, show like, up consistently. It's like kitschy. I mean, they show up like an hour before the game. They're ready. They're they're dedicated hockey fans. In the state of Michigan, obviously, I mean, you grow up with the Red Wings basically being the New York Yankees of hockey. You're accustomed to watching hockey and you enjoy the game. But looking into the monster, I honestly, this is going to be way off topic, way like off base. I'm disab. If you're a Michigan State fan, everyone holds their head on the is zone. I, I, I'm honestly more impressed by the Munsters than the Izone. 100% correct. The Izone is a shell of what it used to be. I mean, it's a joke. It used to Izone's be so joke. sick. Whoever runs the Izone needs to give me a call because I have like 50 suggestions they need to make. They're I mean, stuck in Give the everybody 90s. some pom-poms or something to just get no, the crowd they, going I, nuts. It's not even that. It's just like everyone needs to be wearing white. It's ridiculous. I'll see people in like vintage Connor Cook stuff. It's ridiculous. No, it's not even or that. a they're Magic like, Johnson they're, jersey. They're like playing Michigan. The guy's at a yellow Magic Johnson Lakers jersey. Hey, bud, pick a better game to do that. And or pick a different seat. Yeah, like sit in the upper bowl. Like what a joke. Like absolute joke. And it's sad because it used to be arguably the best student section in college basketball. I mean, basketball. It's, still, it's still a whole, a really tough place to play. They're right on top of you. 
and in certain games they get really loud. I just think they think for some reason I don't I don't know what the entitlement is about the Izzo, but the Izzo's like not good. Not at all. And the people it's that, not good. I'll go on Twitter all. and see all the people trying to all the students trying defend to defend it. it and a, it kills me because it like you watch it a used hi- to be the best. You watch a highlight of Michigan State playing like 07. Yep. It was insane. It was wild. Insane. Like, the, like, the, I'll make an argument that the Izzone alumni, which I believe is this Sunday's game, it'll probably they'll probably be more rowdy than the oh, kids 100%. that go here now. 100%. They're going to show out in their, their, their grass skirts and stuff. hundred percent. I mean, getting away from my rant about how I hate the Izzone. I don't hate the Izzone. I just hate how it's ran. You hate how it's become. Yeah, I no, I just hate how it's ran. It's I should become. be I should be running the Izzone. Just because I w- I wouldn't even go to a game. I would be an impartial president. You get an inquiry coming in soon, um uh, Breslin. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, they're yeah. Ryan to Collins the is coming for you. Yeah, be more like the Munsters. Make more personal jokes, more personal jabs. I'm kidding, not like that. The Munsters, <laughs> I will say about this the Munsters show up and they stay late. I think the Izzone sometimes when it's not really a good game or something. They're just dejected. It'll thin out. Yeah. So the Munsters are hockey fans too. I'll I'll sit and they're and, the and same people. Watch them. Same oh, people. Yeah. They're, they're, every week. they're all in their sweaters. I mean, there's like same some, people on the glass. Yep, every there's week. some section leaders and stuff like that, and they're they know what's going on actively while watching the game. I don't know if it's like that in the Izzone anymore. It's yeah. kind of turned into a mess. Yeah. I mean, honestly, stay off your phones. Experience. Yeah. Honestly, don't know a hockey game at Michigan State. Is right up there with the best things you can do here. I I hundred like, percent going to a football game in the student section is the biggest joke in the entire world. That's why I can't wait for this team to continue building and maybe take another step next year, especially when Mon gets the, these uh these oh, renovations. Will be renovations. It's gonna be great. Yeah, the place will be electric. But moving on, let's get into our predictions this weekend. I I, I personally think this. See, I I I see this series loss mission as just pretty dejecting and borderline. Not season ending, but any You're asp- quits, aren't you? Any aspirations of this team doing something and maybe sneaking their way into the NCAA tournament, I think they're gone. So I agree. That was I, their last shot. I and think, it was a big one. I think Michigan State pits up a point maybe this weekend. I like Notre I, I like Penn State. A point? Come I think on now. I like Penn State sweep, maybe win one in OT. Mission State comes out. Mission State comes out really good on Friday night in the first period because they always did it during in the first period at Mon, and I, I it's it's going to be interesting too who gets a start. I think they'll ride it out with the Ritter maybe. If I were to I guess, they would. You think? I think I, so. I'd say Lethman gets a shot this on weekend. Friday, maybe. I don't I'm know. Not sure. Well, I, I don't know what. I don't know. Maybe do. they want to get. Maybe they want to turn the tide a little bit in the first game just because you know the Ritter unfortunately was the recipient of those two losses. Especially you know, if you're Penn State looking maybe. over all the film over the weekends. Yeah, and de- you're going to easily be able to scout the Ritter a little bit for yeah. these past two or three weekends it might be and a just nice throw, throw Lethman at him. That's what I would do. I don't know. Maybe jumps up the boys in the room a little bit. So I I I don't like Michigan State a lot this weekend. My prediction is that they pick up a point Ooh. and basically set up the. I mean, they're the if they don't really pick it up these next two weekends, which is a big opportunity because big chance that happens because at home against Penn State, one of the better teams in the country. Say they get one point, they're probably gonna be in last place in the big time, which is basically what everyone predicted in the beginning of the year. But still. 
So it was it was a it was a roller coaster of a year where people started thinking crazy. about some different things, but they might end up in the same exact place that were last year. But at the end of the day, Dan They've Cole is making better. some progress. Oh, that's yeah. correct. It's, I mean, it's going up. Outsiders will just look at the standings from from the, you know last year to this year if they do end up finishing last and say, oh, whatever. But it def- this was a building year. Oh, huge. yeah. But but you the question I get all the time is, oh, is Michigan State good at hockey this year? I'm like, yeah, they're really good. But they're like, well, are they gonna? Make They've, a shot at the title? I'm like, uh, no, because this conference is just unreal. Yeah, like, it's what ridiculous. are you going to do? They're going to need to wait for a changing of the guard at the top. Maybe a class, you know, maybe Ohio State has a down class or two or I a Notre that, Dame. I, I think this year's proven that next year this team could be really competitive in the bit because they have the best line probably in the country. Correct. Oh, that's hands all, down. And they're that's all coming back. They're all coming back. So uh, what, do you, what do you guys see for this weekend? John, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to go two wins for Michigan State here oh, at home. Wow. Very I think they're, nice. they're going to wow. close out the, the home series. I love uh, the optimism because how cool would it be to talk about that after a series? Yeah, like, yeah. awesome. Things would get I'm just going to be on the, opt, the, the positive side of this argument, and uh, I think they're going to win, let's say, 2 nothing on Friday. Uh, somebody's going to get a shutout. I don't know if it's Letheman or Deritter, and then – they're gonna go to OT and win it. So, uh, maybe that's. I guess that's not six points. Then it'd be five, right? Yeah. If they won an OT, yeah. Right, I'll say they get five points this weekend. You know what? I unfortunately am not as optimistic as you are, and I am hopping on the Collins one point train. <laughs> this Penn State team looks like they're really starting to get in the groove. Winners of three straight. They have some nice secondary scores too. I mean, other than the two guys, Limousine and Barrett, that we talked about at the top. They have a, a pair of 13-goal scores, a pair of 12-goal scores that are forwards. I, I I see Michigan State getting out to a couple hot starts in this game with some juice, but I feel like the stars of this Michigan State team are starting to run out of gas. From I mean, Patrick Kodorenko has been a non-factor the last couple games. Uh, a heroic some goals for sure. Yeah, the, I, I feel just the, from the body language that I picked up on and, and looking at some of their efforts on some shifts— the I mean they had to do a lot of penalty killing in that Michigan series and it took away from their their ability to try to get things going on offense. I think that unit is running out of gas on this year after an outstanding okay. season. Okay, right. boys. So now for my favorite time of the show, let's try little letter grade of the episode. I'm gonna give it a hard C minus. Why? I mean, Luke was here. That was the good part. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I came unprepared. Brutal by me. We scrapped it together. I mean, nice. I, I, we had a just nice a couple tangents, couple names, that, couple names, couple, I couple mean, limousines. Alex limousine. The hardcore yeah, hockey folks are going to turn it off when they hear the bass, all the basketball that was thrown. I mean, in I there. think the trashing of the zone not included in the show. Probably it shouldn't be. Or the least. local eats segment we kind of threw in there. Too. Yeah, local eats. It was the biggest. Mexican we got to get a sponsor chains. on this. I. I Behind Impact Radio does not Qdoba have... now sponsoring Behind the Mask. I don't think that's legal <laughs> with Impact Radio. Non-profit, but... non-profit. Whoa. Michigan State University Athletics, don't get any ideas. Yeah. We're still completely non-profit. We're not going corporate. Let's make that yeah. clear. From the assistant editor yeah. of Impact Radio, <laughs> it was a good show as always. But for Luke Sloan, John... Wait, what? Did I just tell you John? Yeah, that's my name. John, is it? Guys, I, 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 that was brutal. I just looked at John Supan and just said, I just completely forgot this guy's name. It's all right. I've been man. doing the show all the time. I've been doing the show with you for three weeks. I covered a couple of games with you. They get it a lot. 
Just don't forget this weekend when we're on the air. Yeah. that would be pretty bad. I'm I, here at Mun Ice Arena with someone. Um, someone. I we're as John as John Supan said, <laughs> we're gonna be on the air. Are we gonna be on the air? No, nope. we're recording. recording. So wah, wah, wah. we'll have coverage of your two games at Mun Ice Arena this weekend. We'll see Dan and Cole and all the boys and maybe see Dan Cole at Ritz after according to Tiger Woods and Hootie and the Blowfish. Yep. Wouldn't that be something? What a wild little picture. little throwback. Let's recreate it. Yes, yeah. we need to recreate the picture. we got to yeah. get the cup Tor- in town. Yeah, Tory Crude wins the cup. If you haven't yep. seen it, go search it on Twitter. Yeah, it's a fire picture. I might frame Made it. Made the I early that. parts of my week. Like, I, no, honestly, I might frame it over my bed. It's an unbelievable little picture. little vintage Tiger Woods. I, I already got one Tiger poster of my over my bed. Why do I need another one? Why not? Why not? You do need another one. Danton, yeah, I know. Danton Cole when he was just a ringer. Golf season's coming up, man. I know. You got to get inspired to get it's a couple a, pars this year. <laughs> a couple pars. That's about that's about <laughs> me. If I get a birdie or two this year, okay. We're I'll talking about golf. I love Jeez. golf more than anyone, but this is a Let's hockey podcast. Golf, it's time to cut it off. Thank you again for listening to Behind the Mask. Follow Impact Sports on Twitter, Facebook, all social media platforms. As we have coverage at. This week's basketball game, hockey games this weekend, women's basketball, great beat. And thank you again for listening. And uh, that's all for this week. Peace out. Adios.